Disaster. Welcome back to Asinine Radio, a weekly podcast where we talk about music and, well, that's pretty much it. So, uh, let's go! This is Asinine Radio. This is the weekly music podcast. This is the greatest podcast you'll ever hear in your entire life. Because that's what I said, and what I say is law, is is the truth. What am I talking about? My name is Tyler, and way out there, hundreds of miles away, way out there in the ether, is Jeff. And uh, yeah, like I said, this is Asinine Radio. Go to iTunes, go rate, review, and subscribe to us on there. Follow us on social media at Asinine Radio. Leave us a five-star review and rating on iTunes. Don't be a bocephus and give us a one-star because that guy's an asshole and a total fucking moron. Right, Jeff? Right. Okay. Uh. So, like every episode that we do, we start with our Fearless Beer Review. Then we get into some vinyl talks. And that leads into our songs of the week. And then we round it out with some new music and other happens in the music world. Now, Jeff, let's move on to the Fearless Beer Review. Go! Uh, yeah, so... I think last week I was kind of like talking about this local boy who's trying to start up his own brewery and he brought me some beers to try. And then before we went to our, our boys trip to Laughlin, I brought two beers with us to try, which we mm-hmm. did not. And so now I am drinking that. Why didn't we? I don't know, because we drank 30 or 50 fucking Coors Lights and Budweiser's. For some reason, <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's hot out there, man. Dude, we drank a lot of shitty beers. Yeah, we did a lot of fucking shitty beers. Like a lot. Beer. Yeah, but th- yeah, that's what I have. So I have. It's it's called Black Eye. The beer. It's from Bad mm-hmm. Hops Brewery. Brat, Bad Hops Brewing, I guess. This is batch seven, but it's labeled as batch 007. Always fun. Ooh, it's a black I IPA, like six percent, one hundred and twenty IBUs. Okay. I don't know why that's gross, but uh, yeah, so like a black IPA is essentially an IPA just with more more roasted malts to give it a darker color, to give it a more maltier taste. So that's uh, that's where we're at here. I guess I'm just thinking the color reminds me too much of a stout, and it just turns me off to the whole thing. It's I mean, it's definitely going to be malty, maltier than, than in a normal IPA. This is going to be hoppy. This is 120 IBUs here, kid. Oof. Yeah, that's pretty high. With an SRM of like fucking black. <laughs> what is it, zero? I think. Or like the, as you get lower in numbers, it's the darker it is, right? I don't remember. But yeah, I don't. Yeah. We've talked about it many, many times. We did. We talk yeah, about it almost every time and, you know, we forget. That's fine, though. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. All right. So I got this one right here. I don't think we've done it on the pod, and uh, I got this one called Beach Retreat IPA. From it's a collab from Pizza Port Brewing down in South Orange County, and Beachwood Brewing. And so yeah, it's it's another one of their collabs. 
I don't think I've had this one on the pod. Have I, Jeff? You probably don't remember. Because if I don't remember, you don't remember. The fuck did I remember what you have? I don't know. I don't know. Because I thought you might listen, but you apparently don't. But this one is, uh, let's see here, it's 7.2 ABV. Like I said, it's an IPA. Both breweries make very, pretty damn good beer, so I imagine it's going to be they? good. The hops they use are Citrus, Strata, Idaho 7. There's your Idaho 7. Idaho 7. And uh, Mandarina. I don't know what that oh, is, but that's okay, too. Oh, love the Mandarina. You love the Mandarinas. All right. <coughs> you ready to open this? I can't burp on the pot anymore. I know. What is going on with you, man? Didn't know. you learn? I w- it's been a long time. Okay. It has. Okay, here we go. Oh, mine's are, I thought we were tinking. Mine's already poured. Ready to go. Oh, okay. Well, no, I'm ready to tink. Let's tink right okay. now. Okay. Ooh. That's a good IPA, man. Is it? Yeah, it's real smooth. Okay. What was that? Smooth what, like butter. What were the IBUs on yours? Did it say? Um, I didn't look, but uh, let me see here. IBUs. I'm on Beer Advocate. Beer advocate. Uh, who who uses beer advocate anymore? Dude, I, I don't even know. <laughs> Let's see. Beach retreat. IPA. Oh, man. This is fun, right? Cool. Yeah, that was a good talk. So, like, <laughs> this black IPA, I think it is absolutely delicious because my biggest problem with IPAs is, like, the, the hops are always always taking the spotlight. It's always, it's it's the hop show, right? Mm-hmm. Not a fan. Not a fan of that. So I, I like when the hops are there, but I like when they're more of like the rhythm section. I don't need them to be the, the front men all the time. Don't got to do that. This is definitely that case. This is definitely the case of the hops are kind of taking a backseat, throwing in a really powerful rhythm section to allow the malty taste to kind of really come through. A lot of complexity here. It's delicious. It's nutritious. I love it. Auspicious? Auspicious. Hmm, okay, okay. Well, my my beach retreat, it says I can't find the IBU anywhere, and even on Untapped, it says no IBU. Oh, zero, nice. Yeah, so there's zero IBU according to uh, one website. Ah, but no, this is solid. I, it looks like they only sell it between August and September, so it's about to be done. It's about, so go check it out if you haven't, if you're local. So check, check it out. So there you go. Well, before we give our ratings. Our favorite guy in the world, our boy Raul, he did leave a review for this one for hey, the beach retreat. He's a SoCal boy through and through. Yeah, so he Raul Mondesi, he uh, he posted this on August seventh, twenty twenty. So about a month and a half, almost a month and a half ago, uh, he put. So here Raul is drinking the thing and thinking them dreams. Hits me well and good, like having a pillow fight with Candice. Wait, with Candice Sawanope. I don't. No what the fuck? The fuck? I don't know. And then he put, yeah, I like that. It speaks to me like Mozart while the sun spills over the horizon. I mean, just drink it and be real with yourself. That's it. He gave it a four point four out of five. I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. So, but. so in, his, in his review, he referred to himself as Raul? Yeah, he said, <laughs> so here Raul is, drinking, and, <laughs> drinking the thing and thinking them dreams. Yeah, it's great. All right. <laughs> That's cool. All right. Now I know, now I want to know who this Candace so 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 wanna pay so wanna pay is. Hold on, let's, let's see here. Let's see who this girl is. Well, obviously you gotta you gotta you gotta Google oh, it. How do I you spell did. that? S W A N E P O E L. You already you already looked it up. Well, yeah, I just so phonetically <laughs> looked it up and then it auto corrected. 
Yeah, so it looks like she's a South African model and philanthropist. According to her Wikipedia, her hair color is blonde, occupation is model, eye color is blue, years active, 2003 to present. So her job is a, so is a model. Is a model, yes. That's from South Africa. That's cool, though. Born October 20th, 1988. There you go. Dang, that's like, that's like our age. <laughs> I know. Crazy. But he just went, he's just... It, he's, what he said was hits me well and good, like having a pillow fight with Candace Sawanape. How like what the f- how weird? What a weird shout out. So strange. Like it looks like she might just be like an Instagram model. I don't know if she's an actual like runway model. I wonder if this gives more insight to Raul. Like maybe how old he is. Maybe he's of the same age and somehow has connections with her. And, and I don't know. Maybe you know. Maybe, mm, maybe if we were if we were on like. Like criminal minds, we could start developing a profile. <laughs> you know, no, don't reference that show. <laughs> don't reference that show. Why? Oh, because God. it's fucking terrible. Oh yeah, it's awful. Oh, so she is a supermodel, best known for her work as a Victoria's Secret lingerie model. Mm-hmm. Where is she? F- oh, she's from mm-hmm. South. Looks like she was on. Yeah, it looks like she was on Late Night with Seth Meyers in 2015. So she's been around for a little bit now, huh? I mean, no, I no, know. not to like downplay her career in, in general, but like, what the fuck? How does Raul, like, what is the connection here? I don't know. It says her partner was Herm, Herman Nikolai from 20, 2005 to 2018. So they just split. So I don't know. She has a couple kids. I, I just don't know. Maybe he just, he sees her and he likes what he sees. <sighs> I don't know what goes through Raul's mind. I don't. I just don't. I'm so intrigued. <laughs> so intrigued. Who is this guy? I don't know. We need to find know. him. You know, it's fine. Okay, so fuck, man. He's been on. I'm looking at his profile on uh, on Beer Advocate. It says he's been a member since December 11th, 2006. Jeez. Yeah, he's he's made 4,692 posts. Fuck. Damn. That's a lot. <laughs> 14 years. That is oh, this guy's wild. That's crazy. That's yeah. a lot. That's a lot of fucking ratings. <laughs> I didn't even realize Beer Advocate was that old. I think Beer Advocate's been around since like the late nineties. What the fuck? Wow, that's crazy. Okay, yep. so yeah, that, that's mine. Yep, so yep, yep, yep. we have here on Asinine Radio our three point rating system, where three is a perfect beer, two is a good beer. You're going to continue to drink. One is a bad beer. beer but you should try it once. And zero is a drain pour. So Jeff, what are you going to give your black IPA? Uh, well, I was I was a little nervous about trying this because I just I just saw like oh maybe they just made like an IPA black. Uh, that was good. And it's just going to take like taste like an IPA, but black. Uh, <laughs> and uh, you know it it uh, it didn't. It, weird. It, it tasted it tasted uh, maltier, more robust, kind of that that coffee-esque flavor that I, that I come to love and enjoy. Yeah. So given that, uh, even though there is a hundred or it says 120 IBUs, I don't know if that was like in the beginning and the end. I don't know because it definitely does not taste like a 120 IBU beer. Some of the beers I can think of that have a fuck ton of IBUs or a high count IBUs are way hoppier than this, but I don't want that. I want this. This is fantastic. This is delicious. I, this is this is a solid two point five. Wow. Yeah. This is a solid two point five. I would get this over and over again. I mean, this would be like, 
this may be like my second beer at a brewery. My first beer is probably almost always going to be a stout or something like that. <sighs> so boring. And then I would I would kind of downgrade from there, and I would go probably into this, and then go into like the pale ale territory. Maybe get like a traditional IPA. Traditional IPA, like a West Coast, a Haze. What do you? What, I would what, never what, ever what? ever order a Haze at a at a brewery. Why though? Why? What is your hatred towards the style of beer? I don't. It's I so don't. Weird. I don't like the style of beer because it tastes like garbage, and I don't really prefer to drink garbage. I'll eat garbage, but I don't drink garbage. I mean, I guess, I guess that's uh, that's sensible, right? Yep. Oh my god, such a high score for a non-IPA man. Maybe maybe you're you're changing back into you know a smart guy, but we'll see. Yeah, maybe I'm I'm reverting back to the days when I was like 21, first getting into beer and loving IPAs. Yeah. yeah. All right, my beach retreat. Uh, I'm gonna give this one a 2.5 as well. This is a, it's not super hoppy. It's pretty damn smooth. It's not really malty. It doesn't doesn't really hit you. So it's um it's a good drink, a good solid drink. So 2.5 for me. Drink y'all drink. Drink, old drink. Okay. Got anything else to say about beer? We all good to move on? No, we're all good. All right, let's move on. I just snapped. Um, they don't snap. That's very rude. Disrespectful. It's condescending. It's just not a, it's not a good look on you, to be honest. Okay. Is anything a good look on me? No. Okay, let's move on to some vinyl talks, some vinyls talks. Where, uh, so, yeah, what, what did you get this week? What, what was your haul this week that you've been able to listen to? Because I know... You and I are pretty backlogged on what we've actually been listening to. Listening to, so okay. So, so ag- again, I, I'm a lot of this. I had I didn't buy this week. I just I I literally have like a hundred records I have not listened to yet. I just I just have so many because I I've been, no time. I've been haggling and I you know I, I I don't know whatever. So I guess I'll start with uh, the earliest stuff I listened to this week. So I think the first thing I listened to this week after we potted last time was Gutter Mouth, and I went back because you made me feel bad. I went back and bought <laughs> Friendly People because it was seventeen bucks, and um, that's good. <laughs> and the place I went to is called Grace Records, and it's like the only place around here that has used hip hop. And so every time I go in there, I try and buy just something like five to, to ten dollars as far as use hip top, hip top. Hip top, hip hip top is concerned, and uh, yeah, I saw this. I saw friendly people, so it was it had been sitting there for at least like a month and a half, I'll, maybe even even since I've started collecting, it's been sitting there. And I finally went back and bought it, and um, it it sounds great. It's 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 a fantastic album, and then the linear notes, the insert inside is like riddled with grammar and spelling mistakes. I don't know if it's like on purpose or if they're just shitty spellers, it has but. To be. It's it's funny stuff. And then it gives the old address to um to to Nitro Records, which is someplace in like uh Huntington Beach, which I think now is like a Jenny Craig or or something something <laughs> did stupid. You, so did you look it up? Of course I did. <laughs> I typed in the address, <laughs> of course. <laughs> it's like some strip mall over there on like Warner or something, I don't know. But yeah, that was that was like the first thing I, I listened to this week. After that, staying in like the the punk rock realm, uh I got a five iron frenzy album i got one of their eps okay. from 98 even though it's an ep it's still 40 minutes long and it was fucking fantastic and it's it's notable because the last song is is like a rock opera done in like minutes it's very very fast and each each part of the opera is separated into like one minute segments and there's like 10 of them or so 
and each segment is a completely different style of music. So it'll go from like country to reggae to like That's punk so rock. And it's very, very bizarre, but it's all pretty damn good. And it's really cool. And I love Five Iron Frenzy because they're fantastic. And they're Christian. Well, that, I mean, I guess if that has something to do with the music. But today but. I also listened to two other, I guess, punk bands. I listened to Blink, the, the album Cheshire Cat. Yeah. And then I listened Better to Dookie. Friendly People. Easy Tiger. What? No. No, 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 no. Yeah, it is. Cheshire is better than Friendly People. No, 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 no. And then I listened to Dookie by Green Day today. Okay. Yeah. So three albums that you've already listened to. So that's fun. Like in my life? Yes. I listened to all of them in my life before. I know. Oh. Yeah. That's what I was. That was the point I was making. Oh, gotcha. That's fine. Continue. Continue. One of the. So. I have one that's not prog rock, and then the rest are going to pretty much be all prog rock. And so the one that's not, I listened this to this crazy week, to me. and I was I was just blown away. Every time I listen to this, I'm blown away by how fantastic it is, and how much I love this, and it's it's unbelievably good. I I, I absolutely love this. But it's Joseph and the Amazing Technica, the Dream Cup. Oh my god! It is this soundtrack. <sighs> it is this this musical. Everything about this is so fucking cool. It is so great. The music is fantastic. The songs are super catchy. It's a nice, cohesive story from beginning to end. And much like the Bible, it's, it's full of, uh, you know, hyperboles and, and fantasy. And it's fun. It's a good time. And it has nothing to do with the fact that I was in the play in high school, but I think the musical is fantastic. <laughs> you just, I, I, have to, I don't understand you sometimes. Love musicals. Love musicals. No, you don't, though. That's Love the thing. Love musicals. You like, you like two musicals. That's what it. Are you t- what, two, what two do you think I like? Well, this one, Joseph, and then Tenacious D and the Pick of Destiny. What? No. There's plenty of music. I like West Side Story. I like Oklahoma. I, I actually just got the Oklahoma soundtrack the other day, oh. too. Oh, shit. But, and then, but then you don't like Sound of Music. You don't like Singing in the Rain. I do like, like Singing in the Rain. You do not. I, I almost bought it on Blu-ray the other day. The guy on OfferUp kept keeps messaging me. I don't want it though. It's seven dollars too much. <laughs> and I, 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 buy, I do. I haven't listened to it yet, but I bought the Rocky Horror Picture Show soundtrack, and I like that movie. I never said I never liked it. It's a great movie. Oh, that's bullshit. You did too. You have said that in the past. Never said that. Yes, you have. That's a lie. You know it. Moving I don't on. Lie. Moving on to my prog rock stuff. Okay. Here we go. Buckle okay. up. Here we go. So let's just start. I guess alphabetically. Without my pick of the week, we'll do we'll reverse alphabetically. So, is that if that's even a thing? So, we'll start with Yes. I listened to their. I, I finally found their first album. It's just self titled Yes, and I listened to it. I think it's fantastic. Yes is awesome. This doesn't have my favorite Yes guitarist on it. He's not on there yet. He didn't come on to like album three, I think the Yes album, but it's still good. Like this was nineteen sixty nine, like early nineteen sixty nine. You can. You can definitely hear like the beginnings of Prague in this, and and yes, has been consistent throughout the, I guess what the late sixties, the seventies, and like the mid eighties. Fantastic band. You have one of their albums that you're going to listen to probably tonight and fall asleep to. No, I won't delicious. have time to listen to records tonight. But that's didn't fine. ask you a question. Didn't need a response. And then <laughs> I also found. But I was going to ask you. I was going to ask you two questions. Oh yeah, go ahead. I was going to ask you that first. Yes, record is it more straightforward rock or like psychedelic rock, garage rock, or is it? pretty proggy if if we're gonna add just like more genres to it it's definitely psychedelic and proggy you don't so like less synth um i mean they still have a synth guy in there but he's not he, he's definitely like in the back 
And they didn't, yeah. and they didn't get like their good, their good uh, key player until I think they're like their fourth album. Okay, the album you and have then, actually, they got like their I think their best key player. Interesting. Then when so you stopped liking them with their '80s stuff. So then, when was the last record they put out? They put out they put out like a live record. This or two thousand. Or they're doing yeah. But I mean, like a, an actual record with um, new music. Fuck, I don't even know. Probably the the nineties, maybe, maybe even the early two thousands. I feel like so they've just been riding their coattails for fucking decades. I I only have I I have almost every one of their albums up until the album called Nine Hundred One Two Five, which has the song "Owner of a Lonely Heart." That's yes. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. No way. I have no idea. You. Yeah. Yep. I, I feel, oh, I feel a lot of people shocked. think that song is by like the police. No, I, I don't know who I thought it was, but I wouldn't have thought it was Yes. Yeah, that, that was from their album 90125 from like 1985 or something like that. Yeah, that's very 80s. But, um, but yeah, before that, I mean, they just, it's just banger after banger. But then Steve Howe is, is the guitarist that I love in Yes. And then when he hooked up with Bill Bruford, like that was just an unbelievable duo there and the rest of the backing band was really good too but um but yeah so that i got i got yes their debut album i finally listened to it finally found it fantastic good stuff i also found steve howe his he has his own discography he's the guitarist for mm-hmm. yes like their most notable guitarist and i bought his first album it's called beginnings and it's cool because he does most of the work on there but it features a lot of yes musicians kind of past and present Mm-hmm. And so it was a very, it just sounded like a fun time. But he played like bass and all these other random instruments, guitar, obviously he sings. And it's just, it's, dude, it's damn good. All right. It's all so right. good. So friggin' good. Uh, more, more Jethro uh, Tull. I mean, the big Jethro Tull, Jethro, Jethro Tull thing here. Listen to Jeffro, Benefit. Jethro Tull. Benefit, which is like their third. Aqua Lung and then Heavy Horses. Which heavy horses kind of coincides with my pick of the week a little bit. Jethro Tull is fantastic. Okay. Again, I've always made fun of that band, Just, but they are damn good. It's so shocking to me that you like this now. Damn good. I don't. I, I still don't understand why it's like that shocking. I don't. I don't. Because, I don't oh know. My God. I don't get it. I, I honestly don't get it. Because you don't like any sort of wanking. You don't like. I don't they know. Don't, they don't really wink though. It's. I'm, it's 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 always it's but it's, it's almost like too pretentious for you. It's never like shredding. It's never. Well, I know it's not shredding, it's, but it's it's never eighties hair metal style. It's it's, it's too pretentious calm. for you, it's and it's too cheesy. But I like Have cohesive just, albums. I like front to back things that do something that take me somewhere. And that's that's hmm. that's what prog rock's all about. Like take me somewhere. I want the journey to be as great as the destination. Well. I don't know why you haven't gotten into Rush, but I do. I have the records are too expensive. I have two Rush albums, and I I think Hemispheres is is fucking fantastic. The best things I've ever heard Rush do. Maybe we did talk about it. We did. That's fine, though. Yeah, that was a long time ago. We've talked about a lot of things. Yeah, it was a couple weeks ago. It's not a big deal. So I also I also uh, got two Focus albums, Mm -hmm. Moving Waves, which I think is their second, and then Hamburger. Con- concerto which is like their fifth or something i don't know but both were great both were fantastic and i was yeah. surprised by how little singing there was on moving waves it's yeah it's 
it's great. I thought yeah. it was just they were gonna lean into that yodeling thing hard and just like backpack on that hocus pocus sound. Oh hell no! But they didn't. I don't even think he really yodels at all on the rest of the album, right? Maybe a little bit. Well, the second side is is maybe like zero speaking whatsoever. Yeah. I mean, I haven't listened to it in a long time, but yeah, I don't remember there being really any yodeling and very little amount of vocals. But no, the music on that record is great. It's fantastic. It is. It is. It is really good. Um, I mean, it's prog rock, baby. <laughs> it's good stuff. I remember I showed you Hocus Pocus years ago, and you're like, "Yeah, this is cool. Whatever, yeah, whatever." Yeah, you're well, so indifferent about it. You know, sometimes people mature and they like different things. Sometimes people like the same band since they were 15. It's not, you know, it's just different. <laughs> that was you. That was you until like three months ago. Well, I mean, the other the other part of that story was it's still you liking the same band but since you were fifteen. It's but fine. It's, it's fine not. Though. You know, you know that's completely untrue, but that's okay. I you can keep believing I, that. To be fair, when I met up with you guys in Laughlin, what was uh-huh. playing the moment I walked in that door? Was it something new, or oh, it was something Blink. you've heard a million times? It was Blink, but it was Neighborhoods Blink. Oh, it was the second best Blink. Mm. Mm. I also so got. I also got, I have a couple other ones that I haven't listened to yet, but more Emerson Lake Palmer. Okay. I, like, these guys are ridiculous. These guys are so fucking good. And and talk about, like, cohesion. These guys, it's, like, not even fair. I have another album by them that I haven't listened to yet. It's called Works, and it's two discs, four different kind of works, four different plays, four different parts. Mm-hmm. The first three part is the first three parts are done by each member. One's Emerson, one's Lake, one's Palmer. It's them like leading everybody else in the band, and the fourth one is just all of them together. And interesting, I'm super stoked about this one because I think I don't think you've listened to Brain Salad Surgery yet, have you? No, not yet, dude. Like, damn, these guys are fucking ridiculous. These guys may be like, besides yes, who I just I love them, but these guys may be like probably second best prog band of all time. All time, you're you're throwing out a lot of a lot of stuff right now. All time, I threw out one thing, and it was that they are the second best. Because you can't fuck with yes, you, you just can't. They 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 were there from like the beginning, and they're still doing it. Well, they're not putting out new music; they're just playing shows with like um, all new. They are. Band, they kind of are putting members. out new music, so it's it's you know that's fine. We'll get into that later, though. I put well, notes in there. Record. Had you had you read the, the notes and everything, that'd have been fine. I did. That's fine too. I also got ELO, two more albums by ELO. I got their second album, which got really shitty reviews. And then I got El Dorado, which got really great reviews. And? And their second album is just like straight prog rock. It's so fucking good. It's The one that got bad reviews. Yeah. The one that got shitty reviews is, is fantastic. The one that got great reviews, El Dorado, is still good. It's still good. It's more in that symphonic prog rock realm. Mm-hmm. But... Um, I don't know, man. Early ELO, early ELO that people don't generally like, I guess, as far as critics go, that's where it's at. That's where it's at. That's <laughs> All where right. It's at. I mean, where I'll, I'll take at. your word for it. I mean, maybe one day I'll listen to it all, but now, but it's just like it's so overwhelming. There's so much prog, and the the music is so so heavy. Like it's just there's so much there. You know, the songs are so long. The albums are fucking long. Yeah, no, it is It is definitely a lot. And then you get in some groups like Yes, who have albums, who have double-disc albums where there's only four songs, one song per side. 
<laughs> so I mean, that's good. cool. I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I like prog music, so I'm not talking shit on it. I just can't believe that. I mean, you like, like it so much. You like the Mars Volta as far as like prog goes. But I, that's about I it. I love the Mars Volta. No, absolutely. But I love Rush. I love Pink Floyd. I mean, those aren't those are prog, but they're not as like oh, p- synthy prog. I've, 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 like. like the more I look, because I, li- I also listen. I don't want to get into it today because I want to get more into it next time. But I listened to metal today. Oh, you fucking hated it then. <laughs> no, I, well, I want it because I want to talk about it like in depth more because I think it was it was something. Why don't we talk about it in depth right now? Because I don't want to. Because I want to talk about Carmen. That's my next pick. Oh I'm God. super stoked about Carmen. I thought this was going to be from a musical, but it's not, right? Oh, like that 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 Torador Carmen thing. I don't know. Please use the door. That's what it's for. That's Bart Simpson. Yeah, wow. no, it's not from a musical. This is Carmen, uh, their album Fandangos in Space. I chose the song Fan- Fandangos in Space. Uh, do you want to play it? Do you want me to get into it? I mean, I, no, I, I can play it. I'll play it and then, and then get into it. So here it is Fandangos from Space from Carmen. On top of a cloud, let her go. Caught in a valley of stars, reaching to grab hold of Mars. We'll make her feel proud. Dancing fandangos in space And wearing a costume of lace Her cast and set in a pace There it is. Fandangos in space <laughs> from Carmen. So how the hell did you find out about this? Because I've never heard of this band. The song, nothing. It was just... Okay, so at this place called Double Nickels, there it's it's a record store, and it's, it's a really cool record store, and they have just like everything, and everything's used, and the guys are really cool. And I, we were just kind of talking about like Steve Howe, the, the guitarist from Yes, and... 
just kind of like the way I like his playing. And he said, well, if you like prog rock and you like his the style of guitar playing, you should check, check out like various bands that I've kind of like heard of that I've picked up and I've been listening to. And then he also said, like, I'm on this band, Carmen. I was like, I never heard of Carmen. Who are they? And, they, and then that's when it kind of like we got talking and I came up, I listened to one song. It was this one. I was like, okay, next time I see this out there, I'm going to pick it up. And then I just never seen it anymore. Never saw it out in the wild. And I didn't want to buy it online. It was only like 20 bucks. But I, 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 like, I like finding in the wild, you know? I like the yeah. hunt. I'm like a lion. I like to find them and get them and kill them and eat them. <laughs> and so it was, it was so weird. At, at, at Double Nickels, they have like a, like a consignment center where it's, it's other people have like their record collections and they're just selling a fuck ton of them for whatever mm-hmm. price. And they're just in bins. And so I'm like flipping through the bins, looking for CCR in the C section. And then I flipped through and I noticed like, wait, and I like skipped in. I backed up and I was like, holy shit, this is the fucking album I've been looking for. And it only passed like two or three weeks. But I was like, damn, this is the album I've been looking for. And it was like five bucks. There you go. I just Good I was just too? fucking blown away. Yeah. No, there's a little bit, but very little surface noise. Played fine. Fantastic. This album is unfucking believable This band, this group is unfucking believable And who did you say was in this band? Or was nope. it just like random? Nobody like of, of note they, they were from like the early to mid 70s They were only around for like 5 years Released 3 albums Started off in LA but eventually moved to London And then somehow became friends with David Bowie And <laughs> he put them on his tour Like the Midnight Special tour or something Early on and so they hooked up with his producer, like a longtime producer. The fuck was his name? I can't remember the fuck. Whatever his name was. Mm-hmm. And, and then he produced this album, Fandango's in Space. And that's kind of like how they got their start. Damn. But this, this is pretty cool. Like, I, I want to listen to the whole record. I, like, I, 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 I tried to just pick like the easiest. And I mean, this is very straightforward. It's, there's not a whole lot of like ups and downs. It's pretty mellow. But the yeah. rest of the album had definitely has ups, has downs. And I thought I heard, like, maybe throughout the whole album, don't like give an opinion right now if you don't hear it, but I heard a lot of Cedric in the vocals on this entire okay. album. And that's kind of why I thought, like, you may like this entirely. But I could also just be, like, I don't know, sh- blinded, shaded by the, by the Spanish influence, I guess. <laughs> I don't know, but I, I did I did hear like a lot of Cedric in this band, so I I, I thought you would like it. I'll check it out. I I did, I did really like the song. It was kind of reminding me of like a circus almost. It's interesting. This, this group is, is is insane. So so they would have like members of their band dance along with their live music. Mm-hmm. Specifically, it's 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 the flamenco, but it's called the zap zap zapateado. Okay, I don't know what which, that is. Which, I guess, accents like the percussive elements of the music. And so you would see like live videos. Cause I watched a couple of live videos and you would see live videos where they would sing and they'd have like the tambourine and then part of the music where you think like, oh, now the solo's coming. But the two, the two singers, one female, one male, would, would ditch their mic stands, you know, toss their instruments and do mm-hmm. like this insane number of for like dancing like some shit you what saw in true lies like the like the tango and then true lies remember remember how cool that was like that stat that like that status like it was it was it was so rad and it would go perfectly in line with the music that's so bizarre to the point where you thought these guys were like classically trained ballet dancers like it was unfucking believable 
That's weird. That's so weird. But just, cool. I like it. I like that. It's a cool idea. Just so such a dope band. And 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 and, and they kind of died quickly because they were plagued by a lot of unfortunate events like all at once. Like the drummer severely fucked his knee in like 75 and couldn't physically play the drum for years. Oh shit. And then Tony Visconti, that's that's the producer for the for a longtime producer for Bowie produced this album. They they grew apart from him, so he left. And then like at that same time, their manager just like abruptly left and left him high and dry. And they're like, okay, fuck it, we're done. I don't know. Bands usually, I don't know. That just seems really weird that they were just abandoned like that. And then their bass player, though, one like one of the lead vocalists slash bass player, he left and then played with Jethro Tull for like three or four albums. So they they are they're more connected than you than you let on. It, this just. In the scene, not like members specifically, because other than that, yeah. they've been in a couple bands here and there, but nothing like noteworthy. They were more just in the scene. Like they opened a lot for for Blue Oyster Cult, who's also kind of a cool prog rock band, for ELL, for for Jethro Tull, like I said. So like they they were more connected in the in the scene itself rather than specific to a person. Okay, that's cool, man. I'm I'm definitely interested. I think if I if I come across this record in the wild and it's decently priced i'll pick it up like i picked up the mike oldfield oh yeah that was that was weird how i came across that that same week we talked about it on the pod honestly you probably because i see it a lot and you've probably seen it multiple times you just never gave it thought yeah because i didn't know what it was yeah so i thought it might have been like the soundtrack to the musical exactly see i don't know i because i want to say i've never seen this in the wild but i've never looked for it until i started looking for it then i never saw it okay Okay. But damn, see. it was a banger, kid. What I also liked about this one was that there was there wasn't a lot of synth, which I'm happy about. The synth is what turns me off to a lot of prog rock. The synth is what people hated about what you call not just you personally, but a lot of people call that pretentious prog rock period of like the seventies. Yeah. Including like I mean, Genesis. Even, even Rush does it a little too much sometimes. Yeah. But Rush is cool. Dude, Russia so might be the best. No, they're not. Outside of the Mars Volta, prog rock band. No, they're, they're the... What? Get the fuck out of here. You stupid. Why do you get thumb. so mad that there could be a prog rock band better in than the yes? 2000s? Because in the 2000s. Because there is like, no prog like rock you, band you, better than Yes. You believe like the only good prog rock is from the 70s and 60s? Not true. I believe the only good prog rock is from Yes. <laughs> <laughs> have, you, have you listened to... Um, what is that f- stupid fucking band called? Huh. King King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard or something like that? No, I, uh, no, I, I, I've been told by several people that they're pretty good. You should listen to them. Fuck, I really hate that name so I, much. I do too, and they have so much fucking music. <laughs> they put out like a record or two a year. It's irritating. But they're really, every, I've heard like four albums by them, and they're all pretty goddamn good. I've thought about getting them, getting stuff on vinyl, but... They have so much, and it's like you know, kind of expensive because it's new. But no, you should you should check them out, man. I think you'd really dig it now that you're in this whole prog mood. There's there's one place that has a couple of their albums, but they're they're like fifteen twenty bucks each, and that's pretty expensive. That's not that bad. Oh. Well, for that's Arizona bad. prices, it's pretty expensive. Must be nice. Must be nice. I, mean, I bought this for five bucks, so and then I bought both of those Focus albums for three dollars each. Yeah, that's a good deal. That's a good deal. I got my Focus album for I think six. Okay, 
So should we move on to my stuff? You got anything else to say about prog music or Carmen? No. No. Okay. Okay. So I, I got I got kind of a smaller list because I didn't have a lot of time because we were in Laughlin for four days, or I was at least. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I just haven't had a lot of time to listen. And uh, so yeah, this is this will be quick. I got Jackie Gleason. Uh, got his album Jackie Gleason presents the Love Hours, mm-hmm. and uh, it's it's I mean the it's just almost just like the last Jackie Gleason I got, and uh, I like it a lot. It's really just kind of great music to just kind of do nothing to, just kind of hang out and. I don't know. It's just really relaxing stuff. I like it a lot. I'm really into this, this like lounge exotica style. I, I like it, man. I like it. It's. It, I, I agree. It's good. I mean, it's not. It's definitely not set in any records, but it's no, good. no. But it's, it's good. good. Yeah, when it's two dollars or a dollar. <laughs> yeah. Why the fuck not? You know. So, I picked that one up. It was good. Um, I got this one from you. You brought Ooh. me in Laughlin. You brought me over a hundred records. Yeah. Brought them, brought them all the way over, and I took them, and I hurt my wrist carrying all of them because they're heavy. <laughs> Did you? Yeah, I got this like gnarly bruise on my wrist. So yeah, I, I bruised myself, and then uh, yeah, so I have a lot of records to listen to. But the first one I listened to out of the batch was from my favorite band, oh, and that's Corn. Fucking Life is Peachy. I listened to Life is Peachy, man. It's solid. It's so good. The only thing that I didn't really like about it, the record itself, was that the the jacket was very, very thin and very cheap, like compared to the 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 first record on vinyl. Like that one has like the big gatefold. It, it's a double LP. It has like a bunch of stuff, but the Life is Peachy is very, very minimal, and it it almost seems like cheap. The record itself is 180 grams, but it's not a gatefold. No, it's not. It's just like a normal. That's m- weird. For I, I guess we just a normal jacket. Yeah, I guess. But, I don't know. Yeah, so the, and it's really thin and flimsy. So that was a little little weird, but whatever. It sounds great. I, I have no issues with the sound. And so yeah, I got, I got Life is Peachy. Listen to that. Another one uh, comes from the same batch that you you gave me over the weekend. <laughs> and that's Van Halen and uh, Van Halen Oh, one. yeah. They're, they're self-titled. I was so excited to listen to it. So I just threw that on and it, it sounds great. Yeah, it, it sounds great. It's like barely any surface noise, no skipping, no popping. Perfect. Yeah, no, it's in great condition, so I'm super happy this Van Halen record. I mean, we talked, we did it on the pod less than a year ago, so it's a perfect album. I mean, I, I can't even, I can't praise it anymore. It's so fucking good. It's it's damn good. It's so fucking it, it's, good. It's remarkable. Like, I couldn't, like, where the fuck have I been to miss out on Van Halen, you know? I, I spent 33 years of my life not knowing Van Halen, or just knowing a few songs up until this year when I listened to this record. I just fucking blown away like how are they that good how is a band that good well i mean to be fair when you're when you when you when you're constantly hearing like panama and jump and you really got me at the river that could turn Mm -hmm. you off for a while to van halen well mind you panama is a fantastic song yeah it's it's fun it's it's definitely one of my favorite van halen songs yes but that's because of nostalgia and 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 how popular it is in movies and stuff yeah, but then you you have like you know songs like, um, what is it? Oh fuck, can't buy me love or no way. What's the fucking stupid song? Can't buy me love. No, that's <laughs> Imagine Eddie Van Halen was on that song. Oh <laughs> uh, no, he ain't talking about love. That's what I'm thinking of. That song, and then of course on fire. 
Oh, from their on first time? Dude, the everything. The eruption? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. So you like On Fire, right? It's the best song. No, that's not the best song, but I like it, yeah. It's the best song on the record. Come on, Tyler. That's not the best song. Because you think Eruption's the best song. There, there are other songs that are better than that. Even the, like Atomic Punk is better. Jamie's Crying is better. No, Jamie's Crying is like one of the, the least Running least with the best. Devil. That song's, that song's no. better. Even the, the isolated vocal track from... Oh, it's so good. DLR is better. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. And then you can't forget Feel Your Love Tonight. Oh, my God, dude. This album is so perfect. It might be a BP, a Beyond Perfect. Oh. Whoa. It's good, man. It's that good. It's that good. You got to start collecting the Van Halen's now on on, on vinyls. I know. I know. I know. I need to. But oh, anyway. I'm freaking, yeah. What? No, I, I got Diver Down, too. I forgot to write that one down. I listened to that one, too. That's a great record. Probably their least best, I think. Out of the out of the original out of the DLH ones? DLR. DLR. Yeah. But although the, the new one that they put out a few years ago, that one's pretty solid. Surprisingly. The one, yeah, from early 2010s? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah was that yeah, that yeah. long ago? I thought it was like 2016. I think it was I think it was like early 2010s. Yeah, whatever. Okay. Time. <laughs> yeah, who cares? Fuck, right? Okay, so what else? Like, what else did I get? I got um, I mean, the album of the week. Got the Beastie Boys Paul's Boutique. But we'll talk about that later. Uh, I then I got I finally got it. Finally got it yesterday. Oh man, I almost threw up. Uh, I got Run the Jewels and mm. their RTJ four. Yep, finally got it, man. Get and it, damn. it is so nice. It sounds nice. The pink vinyl. Oh, it's not even just like pink vinyl. It's fucking pink. It's neon pink. It's so so vibrant. It looks so good. And the entire gatefold, you open it up and it's just that awesome picture of them in that car (laughs) doing crazy stuff, doing hood rat stuff with their friends. Like it's, (laughs) it is perfect. Everything about this entire thing was well worth the money and the weight. Yes, absolutely. Oh my God. It's so good. I just I don't know how they could have made this made an album this good too. <laughs> so banger after banger, walking in the snow. I mean, we already talked about it because we did it on the pod not too long ago. But walking in the snow, best song, for sure. Hmm. So I highly recommend it. If if you guys haven't got Run the Jewels, go get it. Go get the pink vinyl. I've been see, record stores have been having it all over the place around here in California. So let's go pick it up or just order it online. It's still on Amazon, I think. So Barnes and Nobles has the quadruple lp the the album oh, the and then the instrumentals for 50 bucks so that's a pretty good deal it's not bad no but i don't know if i'd want to listen to listen to the instrumentals they're good but i mean come on man that's not for i me. don't know maybe they maybe they're really good i don't know i mean we know what it sounds like because we've heard the songs not it's isolated not like, songs. like that we only hear with the stupid vox over them Stupid box. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> the fuck out of here. Okay, so the the last thing I got here this leads into my album of the week, and that's uh, A Tribe Called Quest. I picked this one up last week, early last week, and I picked up their album Midnight Marauders. I've heard this record. Did, we didn't do this one on the pod, right? No. What, which one did we do? We did Thanks Thanks for All the Shoes, I think. So so Long and Thanks <laughs> for All the Shoes. Yeah, that one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember which one we did. It, it was it, it was it was it was so their, long ago. Like it was the one that it was the last one they put out. I don't know what the fuck it was called, Tyler. Oh yeah, the one that that Fife Dog was only on some of them because he had died. I th- I'm pretty sure it was called Thanks for something. 
Thanks for all the shoes. Thanks. We got. Oh no, it was we got it. Thanks. We thanks got for it. nothing. Th- no, it was like thanks. We got it. We got it. Oh no, it was we got it. Thanks for your service. We got it from here. We got it from here. Thanks for your service. Fuck off. One of us can look it up, but no. that that's too difficult. God, that 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 like jumping from from thought to thought to thought eventually. I'm gonna look it up right now as you talk. Go. Ahead. <laughs> so yeah, I went with there with that album. It, I mean, it's it's fantastic. I think I had heard it once because I we I think we listened to all their records back then, or where I did at least. I don't remember, but yeah, no, it's I've always I've always liked them. Never really knew much about them or really heard gone anything. Heard more than like one album, you know, at once. So I just picked it up. It was fairly cheap. So yeah, I uh, went with this uh, this album and uh, the song "Clap Your Hands." So here it is from a tribe called Quest. one of the smoothest hip-hop groups out there they're just so nice to just relax to yeah. don't have to think too much they're just man it's such good music great times great times yes. solid record midnight marauders from a tribe called quest there you go so that's my uh my my pick of the week oh yeah if you don't know this album came out back in 1993 it's their third album and um yeah get into that it's get into that stuff. album is it? Yeah. I don't remember, but it is it's a solid record. Yeah. I, this is the this is the cover that you always see when people are talking about or people are listening to the, this group. It's yeah. always this record. It's um it's it wasn't as I don't think it was as critically as acclaimed as I mean to be fair also I've only really listened to the low end theory this one and then thanks for your thanks for your something the last one I did. <laughs> thanks for your service. We we'll take it. We got it. So long and thanks for all the shoes. Yeah, so long. Thanks for all the shoes. I've only really, really listened to those three, but this one, I feel this one's the best. Not as critically acclaimed as the low end theory, but this is um, this is this is fantastic stuff. And then when it came out too, kind of at the 
tail end of what people, what NARBs always say, oh, the golden era of hip-hop, and this is after it, and, like, revitalized it and brought it back to life. This is better than uh, gangster rap, for sure. It's different. It's, it's, it's different. Better. You could just say it's better. You it's don't different. have to... You don't have to follow the line, Jeff. You can you can have an opinion. Well, that's like saying like the Mars Volta is better than pizza. Like what the like what the they're just they're different. Well, they are. They're different. Well, they're better than pizza too. On top of it, if 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 you had to live the rest of your life without pizza or live the rest of your life without the Mars Volta, I don't want to. And you know what? Just continue. I don't want you to answer that. <laughs> I'm just gonna get mad. <laughs> don't even, don't even answer that one. I mean, one is better than the other, but. Yeah, just continue. This is a good album. This is a good song, too. <laughs> Do you have this one on vinyl? I don't. I've never seen it for anything less than like 15. Oh, I've got this one for 18. Oh, that's too much. I never see hip-hop records below like 25. It's so rare. I just Maybe I'm just spoiled out here with the cheap vinyl we get out oh, here in Arizona because so I'm very, very hesitant to buy anything that's over 15. <laughs> so annoying so frustrating yeah miss out on so many good records just saying but they're always there but, but like i'm not the only one because i can go to the same store over and over and see gutter mouth for 17 and it's been sitting there for two months because everyone like me doesn't want to spend that much money or they just don't like music <laughs> could be that too you never know right right you would really choose fucking mars volt over pizza you're stupid huh? that's dumb That's stupid. You're stupid. That's. Are you serious? Well, I don't know. Well, I don't know. I'm over tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's move on uh, to some new music and other happenings, and then we'll get into the album of the week, which I'm sure you'll listen to instead of this. So why am I even talking still? Yeah. Uh, So no new significant album releases. So I'll skip that. Some new songs that came out this week. Deftones put out a new song called Genesis from the new record. Uh, maybe I don't know how to pronounce ohms, ohms. So yeah, I'm not gonna play it because um, you probably like have a hissy fit if I do. So I mean, if you if you really like this, then I'm, like this you liked, that's, you hated it clearly. Right? I didn't like hate it, but just I mean, it's you know, no, I hate it. Well, we'll we'll move on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you don't like Deftones. Makes no sense Fucking to me. Fucking boring. One of, like arguably one of the most boring bands has ever been on the face of this earth. Hey, I don't even think you listen to music. <laughs> All right, the next thing we have here is uh, your favorite band, actually, Rise Against. This was fantastic, dude. You really thought this was good. This was so awful. No, I, this was so bad. Oh, you're an idiot. <laughs> <sighs> I was gonna get so mad at you. This was awful. It was so bad. You okay? So I, I this. I'm not like the, I'm not surprised at this though. There's, there's yeah, because they consistently put out shit music. Yeah, there's like one Rise Against album that I think is pretty good, and only it's on like that album are band. a handful of songs that I think are fucking bangers. Other than that, I think a lot of that's stuff why you've is, seen them a few times because you only be, like one album. Because other people like them. I I go to I go to hang out with my friends. Don't and, bullshit me and do hood rat stuff. Don't bullshit me. Don't bullshit me. But if you just take like their biggest songs, those are terrible songs. Oh, they're awful. God awful. This song's fucking awful too. So where are we talking about it? I don't want to talk about it anymore. Yeah, we're gonna skip it. Yeah. So the you next, only the last put that in there so you can yell at me. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah. <laughs> and the only, yeah, that's exactly it. Um, the last thing we have here is Bouncing Souls. 
they uh, they reworked another one of their older songs uh, acoustically, and they did Ghosts on the Boardwalk. This is on uh, some sort of EP that they're coming out with. We talked about it a little while ago, but I totally forgot, you know, what it's all about. But that's cool too. Did you like this one? You know, it's it's fine. I they're probably just trying to like stay relevant, and I I I get it. I appreciate it. It's cool. I mean, they've been a band for so fucking long, like thirty plus years now at this point. They've been making music for so long, and it's it's unbelievable that they can still they can still like kill it. They still do a pretty damn good job, and they've been together at least like three out of the four for almost the entirety of their career. Yeah, it is pretty impressive. But really like they could have chose better songs to rework. Like what? <laughs> like anything off of Hopeless. Anything off of How I Spent My Summer Vacation. Anything off of their self-titled. Anything off of Maniacal. I don't think I don't think stuff off of Maniacal and Summer Vacation would translate super well acoustically. I think I think Johnny X would translate co- pretty well acoustically because nah. they could slow it down so much. Maybe, maybe, but this is still a cool cover. Come on, man! And they've done They're Misfits covers before that were slow, and like, why not just redo those ones? Because they've already done it. Why would they do it again? They've already done this. They haven't acoustified it. Oh my god! Got him! Got him! <laughs> I don't get got. Don't get got. <laughs> Okay, so what we have here, uh, so yeah, we're, we're done with new music, not playing anything, because two of them is, one is complete garbage, one's okay, one is great, uh, but you hate it. So yeah, let's right. move on to some music news. Smashing Pumpkins, my boys and the Smashing Pumpkins, they uh, announced the release date for the new album. It's going to be a double album, 20 songs. That's uh, going to be released November 27th. I already pre-ordered my vinyl. Well, I was just uh, gonna say our pre-orders up. So they they announced it on Thursday night, like around nine at nine o'clock on Thursday night. They they announced that their new record's coming out the twenty seventh, but no pre-orders were available. So I was like freaking out, and then I woke up the next morning, and then the pre-orders went on sale at eight o'clock the next morning. So I bought it at eight ten. How much? How much you pay for it? Can we can we say, can we ask? Can we say that? You you can you can ask. Uh, it was thirty-eight dollars. Okay, not yeah, not bad. Is that for with shipping? Album. Without shipping? Uh, no, it was four dollars shipping. Oh, so it's so forty-two dollars. Forty, forty-two dollars. Yeah, but uh, you know what? It's a double. It's a double album, and uh, I got one of the. I got the the pink variant. So it's like two thousand pressings, and then uh, I think there's five different variants that they're that are on sale. Okay. But then the the most expensive one is like in. It's like a, it's the, it's a silver, it's a silver variant and, but it's like $150 because it comes with a bunch of stuff. It comes with like the record, the CD, the, like this, all this artwork and just all this other crap. So I'm like, fuck dude, that kind of sucks. Like sucks for the people that like would want to get all of them, and that, but then have to pay 150 for that one. Why would you get all but of them? That's how people, that's how collect, like that that's how real collectors me. are. That's, that's how it's real annoying because are. then you're like t- you're possibly taking away one variant from another fan that doesn't maybe have a five hundred dollars to drop on the same album four or five times. Yeah, but that's what collectors do, man. That's Idiots. that's vinyl collecting. That's how it's always been. It's not like I it's love, a new thing. I love I love collecting stuff, but if I ever if I ever collected something that I thought may take away from somebody else who would enjoy it more, like that's that's nah, not down with that. <laughs> Not down with that. 
All right. All right. So, yeah, get into that. Uh, you should pre-order it, too, pre-order it, too, Jeff. Um, if it was like 10, 12 bucks, I'd probably like get down you on it. Would but not. if it was but ten if it was ten bucks, I would pre order it. No, you would not. You know what Ralph pisses me off too talking about pre orders? I fucking missed because we're out drinking. Uh-huh. I missed the cartel chroma pre order on Friday. You cut out. Say that all again. The, what did you pre order? I'm upset because the band cartel, they, they are reissuing their their album Chroma and pre orders mm-hmm. went up on Friday, oh. but we were drinking on Friday. And so I missed it, and it sold out immediately. <laughs> oh, that sucks. How, how does that sell out? What did they press, like 20? They, there's like, like four different the variants, hundreds, thousands even. The, the band is insanely popular. No, they're not. They are. That's they are bullshit. crazy popular. They are. That's horseshit. I listen to so much Reliant K, too, on the way up to Laughlin. <sighs> Should have listened to Neighborhoods the whole way. I was on the Would way have a better time. Ay ay ay. Okay. God damn it. Let's move on. So there is uh so this one's yours, the remaster of John Anderson. Or John Anderson? Yeah, John John Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> no, John Anderson, <laughs> most famous for the being the lead singer for Yes. I don't know if everybody's heard of them. They're probably like the best band that's ever lived. Oh. Behind Weezer's Pinkerton. <laughs> <laughs> But it's funny because this is this is uh, this uh. is his second album. It's called Song of Seven, and I've never really got into John Anderson's stuff, like his mm-hmm. his his I don't know his his side what do you call it? solo stuff solo stuff yeah. But the reason why I'm interested in this is because a Yes album that I bought called Tormato, it was kind of like widely hailed as being kind of a shit album and then just like a joke of an album by yes. And mm. everyone wrote it off. And I think it's one of their best. I think it's absolutely fantastic. And a lot of the songs he wrote for his second solo album were kind of like demos during that tour of Tormato. Yeah. And so I'm thinking they're going to be similar to that style. And that's why I'm interested in this. So yeah, I I'm interested in, I don't know if I'll pre-order because I again Just I haven't I haven't listened to any of his stuff. If it's a reasonable price with shipping, I'm talking twenty dollars with shipping. I will probably pre-order. But Dude, you know it's not going to. It's probably going to be like thirty-five. Yeah, but plus. who the fuck even knows who John Anderson is? You do. Yeah, but I'm. You know what I mean? Like, who the fuck am I? And, and you're I'm and nobody. you're a new guy. And you're a newbie. I'm a new guy. I'm exactly the new guy. guy. You ever seen that movie, The New Guy? I'm I a have. new guy. It's horrible. And yes, it's coming out with an, a, a live album this year, 2020. They just came out with another one last year. So it's, you know, they, dude, they've... Mm, mm. I'll probably buy it, though. Mm. Yeah, you will. <laughs> Why don't you listen to this record first and then make the decision whether or not you want to buy it? Because I think, like, the magic really happens from the first listen on, on like, brand new wax to my ears and both, like, production-wise. I mean, it's, I mean, I understand that, but if you're going to drop 40 bucks, I mean, come on. Let's 40 bucks? I would not buy this 40 bucks. Well, then you're probably not going to buy it because it's probably going to be 35 plus. I, I think it'll be 20 with shipping. No, it's not. There's no way. I think it'll be 20 with shipping. They're, New they're, records are not cheap, man. For the most part, they're, they're not. They're a popular band, but they're not like ACDC They're a band that plays popular. arenas. They're not Led Zeppelin popular. They're band. They're a band that play arenas. I don't think they still play arenas. They play pretty damn big shows, dude. Like half of them are fucking dead. Yeah, but the band that 
exist now, they play really big shows. Because they turn, you know, 110. So they're fucking dead. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. You're unbelievable, I swear to God. Okay, so this last this last thing we have here, um, Fall Out Boy and Weezer were on Family Feud. Now, I didn't watch it. Oh my god! Because I hate Family Feud. What? And I will not watch it because I do. I hate Family Feud. What do you hate about Family Feud? I don't. I don't know. People ask me this all the time, and I will leave a room if it's on. I hate Family Feud. Do you not like Steve Harvey? Do you not like the way it's set up? Like what? I do you- like. I like Steve Harvey. I just. I think it's just a really bad show. I don't, and I don't know why. I just don't like it. You're st- like I have no real explanation as to why I don't like it. Dude, but yeah, I will a, literally leave a room if you if are it's making on, a, I will leave a solid case tonight for people to just absolutely despise you. <laughs> like Family Feud is so fantastic. It's no, so funny. I hate it. Steve Harvey is is he's, both the worst and the best host of all time. He's funny. I like Steve Harvey, but I just don't like the show. I just. Don't like it. It's it's dude. Family Feud is so great because when they ask like really kind of like sexual type questions, you get to see the awkwardness in between family members, and like that is that is the bread and butter of that show. <laughs> it is so good. But so I'm mean, getting back to the Follow Boy Weezer Weezer thing. This was uh this was fucking terrible. Why it was so bad? It was too fake. First of all. River, it was it was Rivers and Pete Wentz. Obviously, were the first two contestants to go up against each other, right? The two main songwriters, yeah. And so, it's I like Rivers, I like I like Weezer, but as far as like TV personalities go, dude, come on, <laughs> he was so fucking boring. I don't think he said any any words whatsoever, unless it was a response to a question. <laughs> it was That's so great. fucking boring. And you would think that maybe he's doing it on purpose. Maybe it's just he's embracing like, you know, that that weirdness that, you know, that uh aspect of Weezer that they've been doing since day 1, but it's just yeah. he's he's not a he's not a fun guy in that sense. He writes great music and the band's great, but he's just not a fun guy. Some people are just like that. And I'm sure yeah. It's, he's fun to hang out with, whatever. But as far as watching him on TV, he's fucking boring. He's the worst. It's awful. Terrible. <laughs> and as you know, it's five versus five, right? So it's five on one side, five on the other side. Yeah. So there's only four members of Weezer and there's only four members of Fall Out Boy. So on Fall Out Boy's side, they had Seth Green as, I guess, like a, a sl- I have no fucking idea. How what? They had <laughs> what Seth- is that connection? I have no, I have no idea. But on Weezer's <laughs> side... Right. They had some girl, I have no idea what her name was. Let's call her Jane Doe. They had Jane Doe, and it would pop up, it would say Rivers, you know, lead singer, guitarist, Pat, drummer. And then it said this girl's name, Jane Doe, and then it would say, like, songwriter slash, and then something else, like, like product, per, producer or, or engineer or something like that. And I was like, wow. Like, you guys couldn't find <laughs> a good fifth person that you had to bring in, like, a ghostwriter. <laughs> that was that <laughs> was sad. Bad. I'm trying to go through the video right now, see if I recognize her. Let's see here. But like she none of them were hair. funny. Even even Pat wasn't funny. Like nobody was oh, funny. It none of them are fun. funny. Like Pat Pat's never been funny. Pat's Pat was funny uh, mostly when 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 Matt was in the band. Pat was funny, but he he has his, he has his moments. He's done fun things. <laughs> He's done fun things. Yeah. 
But damn, it was it was. I thought Fallout Boy would have. I thought I thought for sure Pete Wentz would have like stole the show and been really funny and really outgoing. And it just it just kind of goes to show that just because you're a rock star does not mean that you can also be a movie star or a TV star. You yeah, know? that's very true. And uh. I was I don't know. It's, it's it's always it's kind of humbling, I guess, in a way. To, to see these huge, like, Weezer and fucking Fall Out Boy. They're so big, but they are fucking boring on TV. <laughs> That's so funny. I was, I, was, I was really surprised. Oh, gosh. It looks like her name is Susie or Stacy. I don't know what her relation... Oh, you heard that? Yeah, that was my, my throat. But, yeah, I don't know who this, per- who this girl is. It looks like she's just a ghostwriter for Weezer. Now Weezer doesn't even write their own music anymore. By well, that's not true. <sighs> okay. Under her name, it said a... songwriter. Yeah, but I, I, maybe she just was on like their last record. She's going to be on their new record. I don't know. Anyway, so the last thing we have here, uh, Run the Jewels. They're doing a uh, a, a live broad oh, folk, a Easy. live broadcast on uh, Adult Swim on Cartoon Network on October 10th. All the proceeds are going to. Uh, what, I forgot what organization it is. Oh, the ACLU. Or no, they're, they're asking for people to donate to the ACLU. Um, so yeah, so it's going to be broadcast on there. They're going to perform uh, RTJ4 in its entirety, which is pretty damn cool. And uh, yeah, this is a cool idea. It's really, I'm, I'm going to give it a watch for there, sure. There are so many parts to this that are, that are fucking cool. So first of all, it's titled Holy, it's titled Holy Kalama Vote. Yes, correct. Like Holy Kalama Fuck, but Holy Kalama Vote. So that's okay. that's cool. It's going to be uninterrupted by ads. So it is, it's just going to be the entire show. Correct. From front to back. And Paid for by a big corporation. Ben and Jerry's, yeah. Yes. But correct. this is awesome. This is so amazing. This is, this is cool. Like, I don't care. The, the first time we hear this in its entirety, like, at a cool little show is, is Adult Swim. And they have ties to Adult Swim to begin with anyway. This, mm. this is awesome. This is so it rad. Is cool. I'm so stoked for this. I am, I'm, I am too. It's cool. It's a cool thing. So there you go. Run the jewels, baby. Can't yeah. wait for their next album. Yeah. Who knows when that's going to be. All right. Well, you got anything else to say? Should we wrap it up? What do you want to do here? I never know what you want to do on the pod. No, we can, we can just like wrap it up. We talked about all the good stuffs. You know, we talked about vinyls. We talked about the Deftones and... I mean, that was the most important part. And then we talked about Smash Pumpkin. So pretty much all the talking was that you wanted to hit, we hit. So that's fine. We can, we can wrap it up. Just wait till the next episode. The next we're going to be talking about Blink. We're going to be talking about oh. Omar. You know, all oh. the good stuff. Oh. So this is Asinine Radio. Thank you all for listening. Go to iTunes. Go rate, review, and subscribe to us on there. Follow us on social media at Asinine Radio. And uh, if you didn't already know, uh, we're, doing, we're doing for album fuck on wow. the week. We're doing, whew, that's good. We're doing um, the Beastie Boys and their record, Paul's Boutique. So stay tuned for that. <laughs> Go listen to it, and that'd be great. So that's it. <laughs> that's all. <laughs> David Jaffe. <laughs> David Jaffe, David Jaffe. <laughs>